My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I got to keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Welcome back to the Stronger Revolution. It is episode number six, and we are going to start to talk about decisions today in the decision-making process. Before we get on topic, let me just ask that if you are enjoying the podcast, please head over uh, to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a review, and make sure that you follow us on Spotify so that you get updates whenever we release a new Uh, episode. So on to that new episode. As I said, episode number six, we're going to start to talk about decisions. Now, originally, when I was putting together this episode, my intent was to make it one episode. And we were going to talk about decisions and how we start to align our decisions with this idea of the aggregation of marginal gains. However, when I sat down to actually start writing this episode out, what I found was There was this big giant question that hadn't been answered up to date that I wanted to cover. And then I started to relate that into um, how we were going to look at decision making involving the aggregation of marginal gains. Um, And it ended up being two episodes. So this is sort of episode one of decision making and our decision making process. And then in a couple of weeks, I will release episode two of the decision making process. So Here we go. Episode number one. We are finally to a point where we can start to look at our lives and start to make those improvements um, of 1% on a daily basis, i.e. the aggregation of marginal gains. But first, some of you may have been listening up to date and may have Uh, come up with this big glaring question um, that I have yet to answer. And 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 this was a question that came to me that I realized I hadn't answered yet as I was preparing for today's episode. So we kind of have to be a little bit more clear about what it means to improve your life by 1% every day. What is this aggregation of marginal gain? Sure, it means I'm going to improve my life by 1%. Um, and I can start to look at little things in my life and I can say, okay, I can, I can improve my diet. Okay. I can, I can make my process of getting up in the morning a little bit more standardized. Um, I can control my schedule a little bit more. And these are all ways that I can improve my 1%, but is there ever an end to this? Right. That that's, that's like one question that might come up. Even if I improve by 1% every day, technically in a hundred days that I not 100% better and therefore done because we can't exceed 100%, right? Another question be like, well, what am I improving 100% or what am I improving 1% for every day, 
okay? Now, we've kind of already alluded to that a little bit, but I want to just be a little bit more clear about the answers to those questions. I mean, do we ever stop improving? You know, okay. So uh, the answer to to pretty much all of the questions is is pretty simple. Now, you are improving by 1% every day so that you can get that much closer to living for your purpose. That's what the first five episodes of this podcast have been about is bringing us focus so that we know what it is we are trying to improve by 1% every day, and we know why we're trying to improve by 1% every day. You are trying to carry out your purpose 1% more tomorrow than you are today, or 1% more today than you were yesterday. And unfortunately... For those of you who really like to accomplish things and move on to something else, this goal will never be accomplished. Go all the way back to episode number two. All right, we discussed the sickness wellness fit arc. All right, and in that episode, I described it. And just to give you a, a brief uh, review of what it was, is we took this arc, right? Uh, a big arc that started on the left and went over to the right. And we said everything that was on the left you are really awful at, or you're really sick, or it's just not good. Everything over on the right side of the arc, the closer you get to the very bottom furthest point of the right side of this arc is perfection. And everything in between is your decision about how serious you want to be about a particular topic or a particular improvement or a particular aspect of your life. And we can take every individual aspect of your life, and we can put it somewhere on this arc. With some kind of ideal being all the way on the right, and some um, image of awfulness, if you will, being all the way on the left. And so I could say, you know, if you're all the way on the right, you are absolutely perfect, right? And some of you are going to say, look, I don't really have a desire to perfect my diet. I just want it to be really good. So you're going to decide where on that arc you are comfortable following with your diet. Or a all the way on the right is you are so structured in your life that you could literally tell where you're going to be in any aspect of your day down to the minute, right? That would be almost near impossible to achieve, but that's what that's what absolute perfection for your schedule would look like. And you're going to say, you know what? I don't need to be that perfect. I just want to be in a ballpark of like 30 minutes. Okay, well, that's going to fall somewhere else on that arc, but that's your decision. That's your decision to determine where you are comfortable falling on that arc for each aspect of your life. So how does this now relate to this answer that we are saying about What really is this 1% that we're trying to strive for? And will we ever actually get there? Well, no, okay? Because just by taking one aspect of your life and getting it to perfect, taking one aspect of your life and improving it by 1% every day toward that level of perfection, that's only one aspect of your life. So let's assume you're good enough to do that. Let's say you're disciplined enough to get your sleep schedule 
down to absolute perfection. You are in bed at the same time every night. You go to sleep at the same time every night. You wake up at the exact same time every morning, and throughout that night, you do not wake up. You get complete eight hours worth of sleep from the moment you go to bed to the moment you wake up. That's great. Congratulations. You have perhaps improved your sleep by 1% all the way up to perfection. Time to start on the next aspect of your life and hope that by trying to improve the next aspect of your life, you don't mess up this perfect sleep schedule. Or another example, let's look at something as, as easy as fitness, okay? When am I perfect on my deadlift? Technically never. Because the one moment that I perfect my deadlift at 300 pounds, guess what I have to do? Increase it 1% and I have to go to 305 pounds. Now I have no idea if that's what 1% is. I don't believe that it is. But you get my point. Okay? You're never going to achieve absolute 100% perfection. And so therefore... Perfecting every aspect of your life through the aggregation of marginal gains is impossible, but we don't care about that. What we care about is that we are living 1% more toward our purpose. We are optimizing our lives just that little bit more so that I can say tomorrow and everything I do, I believe in helping people I'm 1% better at that. Now that we have organized our life, now that we have a purpose, now that I can say this is why I'm doing it, this is how I'm doing it, and these are the three pillars or the three most important things in my life that I'm focusing on, we have to start to take that next step. And that next step is framing our daily decisions toward that purpose, right? Perhaps back um, during the three pillars episode, you went through the exercise and you looked at the three most important things in your life and you looked at the three things that you spent the most time on in your life and you realized that those two things are completely opposite or they're wildly different. So where are you going to start to improve your life is to bring those things in line. That's where you start so that The three most important things in your life, i.e. the three most important things that are going to lead to you living a purposeful life, are also the the three things that you spend the most time doing. And then we can start to look at how we optimize from there. So once you have this reason for living, once you have your purpose, once you have your values, once you have your three pillars, right? What this does is this clarifies your mind, right? And that really kind of sounded ethereal and, and, and wow, okay? But, but the point is here is when you walk around without this stuff to find out, you, you have this sort of cloudiness in your brain. You have this sort of, of fog, okay? You've got all these thoughts roaming around in your brain. I was having a discussion with a, a really good friend of mine the other day, and he says something to me about, well... So I listened to to your three pillars episode and like, you know, I kind of started thinking about the, the three most important things in my life and, and, and the three things that I spend the most time on. And, and yeah, I think they're pretty, I think they're pretty good, right? I think, I think, you know, it's, it's given me some perspective and some thought about trying to align those things together. And I said, oh, wow, did you write it down? And he said, well, no, you know, I was just, I was kind of thinking about it. 
And I was like, all right, I mean, that's a start, okay? But we got to get razor clear about this stuff. Just write it down, right? Just this morning, which means nothing to you because you have no timetable on this episode, but just this morning, I sat down with my coach at the gym and we literally spent five to 10 minutes. It wasn't much more than that. And we refocused ourselves, right? Of course, I have this stuff all written down, but there's no harm in just going back and refocusing it. And we wrote out our why. Why, why does industrial athletics exist, right? For those of you who don't know, that's, that's my CrossFit gym. Why does industrial athletics exist? How do we plan on achieving that purpose? And then what are we going to do? And it was just like a tree. It was kind of like a family tree, right? We came down from one, we split off into three, we came down, we split off into like, I don't know, six or eight or something like that. I think it was six. But now my coach and I can stand there and we can look at it and it's out of our brain. We've got it down on paper. There's no more thinking about it. It's there. And so a lot of what we do and a lot of what we're going to talk about in order to improve our lives by 1% every day, get to that, you know, you know, live a life of the aggregation of marginal gains is simply clarifying what we are doing and bringing clarity to our minds, okay, in order to eliminate cloudiness. So here's how we come back around to the idea of today, all right? I've been talking for about 14 minutes now, and and in the beginning I said, hey, we're going to talk about decisions, and now I've been talking for so long and we haven't talked about decisions. So let's bring this around to our decisions. In an everyday situation that I can think of, I believe that all decisions that we have to make can be boiled down to two options. You either do it, or you don't. It's that easy. And now perhaps that seems a little bit obvious, right? Maybe you're now saying to yourself, well, no crap, Matt, you've had me listen here for like 14 minutes and that's the revelation that you hit me with. And my response is yes. Yes, that is the revelation that I hit you with. Okay. And I think if you sit down and you take time to think about it, you will realize that that's a pretty big revelation. A lot of us get into this paralysis by analysis. It's something I've mentioned before because we sit around and we think about all the different possibilities that could come about as the decision that we're going to make and it doesn't matter. Okay. You either do or you do not. Like the next time you have to make a decision, stop and take this realization in for a sec for a second. And you're actually realize it's not that complicated. Right, and suddenly your brain, it's, it's just, it seems too easy, right? It's, it's open. Your brain is clear. You either do it or you don't do it. And once you start realizing how easy this decision-making process is and that you really only have these two options, then you'll also start to see how much you allow outside influences to cloud your decision-making process. Let's look at an, an easy example here. Do you want a new career? Do you want to take a new job? It's very simple. You either do or you don't. However, I almost guarantee you that if you're deciding to take on a new career, you're going to sit down and you're going to think of all these different things and you're going to write these pros and cons lists and you're going to think to yourself, well, 
What if it doesn't work out? And you're going to talk to your wife and you're going to talk to your parents and you're, I don't know, talk to your kids maybe, all right? And all of a sudden, like, you have no idea what decision you want to make because you've let all these outside influences influence your decision. Here's another easy example from myself. When I first graduated law school, my primary focus was the law, all right? And that was like all I wanted to do. I just, I was going to be a lawyer. I was going to be a great lawyer. I was going to be a great trial lawyer, et cetera, et cetera. And then a couple years into my legal career, the CrossFit Level 1 trainer's course happened. And then there came a need for me to open up my own gym. And all of a sudden, it was just like, okay, I need to open up my own gym. I've got a reason why I want to do this. Um, I'm going to open up my own gym, and I'm just going to try to do it so that the gym never never goes into the red, okay? As long as it's making money, as long as it's supporting itself, I'm happy. And then about a year into owning my own gym, I realized that, wow, this is really a lot more than, than just a habit. And five years into owning my own gym, it really became, okay, can I decrease the amount of, of practice of the law I'm doing and increase the amount of work I'm doing through the gym in order to improve people's lives? And I started talking to different people about that, and I got a lot of hesitation and a lot of feedback on how bad of a decision it would be to leave the legal practice, And I got very little support on following my purpose as I identified the way to share my purpose with the world. And that made my decision very difficult because I let all these outside influences into my brain to cloud my own judgment when really it was very clear in my brain when I started. I had a purpose. I saw that opening a gym was my way by which I could share my purpose with the world. It gave me an avenue by which I could bring people in and make them stronger individuals, both physically, mentally, and socially. And yet, all I had to do was make a decision. I either do it or I don't do it. And in the beginning, it wasn't that easy because I allowed too many outside sources to come in and cloud that decision-making process. All right. So, you may still not be on board that it is really this easy. So let's look at your wants and needs. I think almost every decision can be boiled down to either a want or a need. I either want chocolate cake or I need calories because I'm going to die, right? So you're going to say, well, hold on a second. This whole thing about do and don't isn't really that easy because I constantly oscillate about whether or not I'm going to buy that new car or whether I'm going to buy a new house, or whether or not I even want to buy a house, or whether or not I'm going to wake up at four o'clock in the morning, or what am I going to do once I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, or which book am I going to read next? Wow, okay. So we gotta slow down for a second. And when it comes to our wants and needs, think about it this way. If you are stuck making a decision over something that you want, you don't really want it that much. If you are stuck making a decision over something that you need, do you really need it that much? Here's another example from myself. People who know me know that I have a small obsession with journals and journaling. Okay, I have a small obsession with A5 journals and journal covers 
and field notes journals and pens and writing and fountain pens. You get the point. And recently I found this journal cover that I loved. Okay. Um, I looked at this thing online. I designed my own. I almost went to buy it. And there was just this little part of me, this little voice in the back of my mind that, that was just hesitant to do so. And so I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about making this episode and I'm thinking to myself, this is something that I want. Is this something that I need? Why am I oscillating so much on making this decision? I either buy it or I don't. I either do it or I don't. What is the problem? And what I came to realize is the problem was that I didn't really need it. I may have wanted it, but maybe I didn't really want it that bad. But really, I just didn't need it. And for myself, one of the ways that I improve my life by 1% every day is to try to boil down the things that I want into things as to whether or not I need it. And I didn't really need this. So after I, after I considered this purchase for, I don't know, a week, I finally admitted to myself, why don't I just do it or don't do it? Because I really want to do it, but I can't bring myself to do it. Why not? Because I don't really need it. And had I just been honest with myself about five days earlier and realized, really don't need this thing, It would have saved me a lot of time and a lot of effort and it would have saved some poor people in my life a lot of time hearing me talk about this thing because in the end, I decided I don't need to do it because I just didn't really need it. So think about that. Look at some different things in your life. Are you sitting there contemplating, oh my God, do I, am I going to buy this? Am I not? Am I going to make this decision? Am I not? Am I going to take this new job? Am I not? Right? We're going to talk next episode about some of the strategies that you guys can use to try to eliminate a lot of that noise that comes in from outside so that you can get down to just the decision of do or do not. All right, for now, I'm going to probably just leave this here. All right, Next episode, we'll focus a little bit more on these two options and some strategies that you can take in order to boil down your decisions into these two options. For now, for like the next couple of weeks, I just want you to think about the decisions you have to make on an everyday life. And I want you to then boil them down to do or do not. And see if it doesn't bring some clarity to your life. See if it doesn't almost make these decisions seem a little bit too easy. All right. So, I'll leave you with a quote, as I do. This quote comes from Tony Robbins this week, an individual that some of you may have heard of if you hang out in this space of sort of self-improvement, mindfulness. Um, If you hang out in this space a lot, you've most likely come across Tony Robbins. Uh, He is very um, well-known in this space. He does a lot of sort of motivational speaking. Um, He goes into corporations, sort of aligns people um, with their thoughts and emotions and motivations. And um, anyway, so Tony Robbins quote is, it is in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. All right, guys, thank you for listening. 
Get ready for the next episode. I hope you guys love the show. We'll talk to you soon.